I'm Kyle Bushland, and you're listening to NIS Voices, where we bring you inspiring stories about learning, community, news, and more from Nanjing International School. I'm here with Ms. Gina Daza, who will be joining us in August as a learning support teacher in our primary school. She's coming from an international school in Beijing and previously worked in IB schools in her native Colombia. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hi, everybody. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've been teaching for 13 years now. I'm really passionate about basically everything. <laughs> My Latino blood makes me smile the whole day and have a lot of energy all the time and be prepared to cooperate with everything. Whatever comes to anyone's minds, I'm ready and down for everything. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I love to play volleyball. I love to read. And yeah, that's basically who I am. How did you get into learning support? I was in grade 11 and we had to do our service and action kind of thing in our country. And it happened to be for me in a Down Syndrome Institute when I realized the power of inclusion and how you can impact someone's life in that matter. I just decided that I needed to do it. Um, my mom and my dad were really happy about it because that's not a pretty good career to pursue for some people. But I was just working really hard and I loved to see like my students thriving. I can still say that I have contact with many students that many people didn't think that they will thrive and they're still in universities having works and doing amazing in their lives. So that's how I fall in love with inclusion and special education. Tell us a little bit more about your professional journey to how you've got here today. I started at university, the only university in Colombia that is for teachers, educating teachers. We had like a career inside the career, so I was specialized in autism and I did a lot of things related with that. I started to work in, in the biggest school at the moment in Colombia, it was bilingual, and I was doing my dissertation and everything. So I was working and studying at the same time. I developed my bilingual self. I wasn't working as a special ed per se at the first time. I worked there for five years doing homeroom teacher, grade level leader, lots of things in terms of a preschool and elementary school. Then I decided to go to the public sector. So I work in rural areas of Colombia with a medical team and a pedagogical team to help create awareness of inclusion in the whole country, specifically in poor areas. Um, it was beautiful. One of the most fascinating experiences of my life. I was the one in charge of creating learning support programs for administrators, teachers, educators, for everybody to understand how to create a comprehensive learning support program. Um, we did so much because families were really scared to have a kid with special needs. They were afraid to take them to school, so we had to go with the whole team of doctors, therapists and educators to explain to them it's okay. 
your son has the right to be there and it's not a problem that he has a special need. Um, I worked for the public sector for five years, I think it was really, I cannot stress enough how important that for my career was. Um, and then after that, we lived in Italy with my husband for a couple of years. I took two years off, but I was missing education so much. So I did my first postgraduate there in quality education. Um, I took the time off to reflect and see how to grow and do things better. And there um, I had the first approach of IB education. Um, and then I combine everything that I've done. My career has been very like open to lots of things. So I arrived back to Colombia and I started to work in an IB school and there understanding learning support with IB education was just mind blowing, amazing. Uh, and then since then I haven't left IB. Uh, I worked in Colombia for three years and then I decided to go with my husband to a different country, weird country, when we don't, didn't speak the language, just to try and see uh, how was it like. And here I am in China. I started to work in a school that wasn't accredited. I helped them with the accreditation. Um, and unfortunately, because of the pandemic, they had to close because they were really new. And then I ended up in the school that I am right now. I started as a homeroom teacher and I finished as a PYP coordinator. This year we finished our five year evaluation. It was really successful, lots of positive feedback. Um, and I felt something was missing. Like I do love working with adults, but I'm missing something and the learning support is something that is always been there in this current school i've been helping also to build a department aside from my pyp coordinator role and so i feel like i need to go for that passion that i have for for education and i feel in this century that's a key component to make students thrive and to make uh kids understand things in a global context better. Going along with that, what is your teaching philosophy? For me, the most important thing is to have fun. And my philosophy is like you have to make mistakes and work hard. No matter what happens, you are always going to learn something. And when you are passionate about it, you're going to grow, you're going to learn and you're going to thrive. What message do you have for our inclusive learning community? Thank you for opening the doors to a person like me. I'm really looking forward to be part of this change and to be part of something that is changing the world. Education truly can change things, but inclusive education can honestly be the 21st century change.